Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, because he is good. His mercies endureth forever. Open my ears, that I may hear voices of truth thou sendest near. And while the scriptures fall on my ear, everything falls will disappear. Silent then now, I wait for thee. Ready, my God, thy will to see. Open my eyes, illume in me, spirit divine. It is the word of God that will make everything that is not right disappear. Why? Because the word of God is final authority. We're looking at this matter of judging another. Last morning, I told you that Jesus forbids self-righteousness, hasty, unmerciful prejudice based on human standards. I told you that he gives three reasons why such judgment is sinful. One, it reveals results of ridiculous judgment. It reveals a wrong view of God. It reveals an incorrect view of others. And it reveals a mistaken view of ourselves. Let's look at the wrong view of God. Judge not that he be not judged. To judge another person as to condemn them is plain God. None of us have the rights to condemn anybody. Now, what one can do in his home and no one can do anything about that is different to what one may do at work or at church or on the bus. The law does not call for men to cease to be examining and discerning, but not that men be playing God. Wrong view of God. Then there's the wrong view of others, sad to say, that some people judge others like this because they're seeing themselves better or more righteous than others. So they set their rules and say they are God rules. The Pharisees thought their standard of living was that of what God requires. And because of that, they were free from God's judgment. That's what they thought. What they failed to realize was their standards were human standards and not according to God's divine standard. The danger to judging is that God will judge us with the same type of judgment we judge others. James warns about having knowledge and judging others. He said, brethren, be not many masters, knowing that ye shall receive the greater condemnation. The person who is qualified to teach is judged on the basis of his or her understanding and influence. Luke, he reminds us that based on what is given will be required or expected. In Luke chapter 12 and verse 48, the scripture said, But he that knew not and did commit things worthy of strife, shall be beaten with few stripes. For unto whomsoever much is given of whom shall be much required. 
and to whom men have committed much of him, they will ask the more. So I say that we must all practice what we pray. Paul reminds us in Romans chapter 2, verse 1 and 2, Therefore thou art inexcusable, old man, whosoever thou art that judges, for wherein thou judgest another, thou condemnest thyself, for thou that judgest doest the same thing. But we are sure that the judgment of God is according to truth against them which commit such things. We must be careful that when we do and how we judge comes back to us. We should not be like Haman who built a gallows to hang innocent Mordecai. Remember, that same gallows was used to hang Haman. In Esther chapter 7 verse 10, So they hang Haman on the gallows that he prepared for Mordecai. Then was the king wrath pacified. Read about Adonai Bezek and what happened to him. In Judges chapter 1, read from verse 6 and 7. So here's what I learned. To be judgmental is dangerous to the one who judge. Because one judgment may be biased. It is more dangerous to judge because the same standards are measure we judge others by. That's the measure we will be judged by. We all love the words found in Luke's Gospel, chapter 6, verse 37 and 38. Judge not, and ye shall not be judged. Condemn not, and ye shall not be condemned. Forgive, and ye shall be forgiven. Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over, shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure that we meet with all, it shall be measured to you again. As I think of these verses and our texts, I see God will be our final judge at the end. But people are judging us right now. And we receive from people exactly what we give. The judgment comes back to us. So we are being judged. Then I said that there's the wrong view of ourselves. In Matthew chapter 7, verse 3 to 5, And why beholdest thou the moth that is in thy brother's eye, but considereth not the beam that is in thine own eye? Or how wilt thou say to thy brother, Let me pull out the moth out of thine eye? And behold, a beam is in thine own eye. Thou hypocrite, first cast out the beam out of thine own eye, and then shall thou see clearly to cast out the moth out of thy brother's eye. Here he speaks about self-judgment. As I attempt to explain this, I believe we must first know how we view God because our view of God will determine our view of others and our view of ourselves. So how do we view God? My time is up. I'll be back next morning to explain. Our Father, with a grateful heart, I am so thankful, God, that you are the final judge. And God, I pray that you will help us, Lord, when we judge ourselves. 
we will judge ourselves by your standards. And those of us whom you have called to lead, we will lead based on your word and not our opinion. We want to thank you so much, dear God, for what you have done and what you're doing in and through our lives. Use these devotions to help others. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. May God bless you, my dear brethren. Do have a great day in the Lord.